0: All right. What are we going to talk about today? But yeah, I was actually reading a book this week, and that's kind of what I'm talking about for the moment. So, um, in the book, it brought up the idea of like how, like, if you have a friend that you totally trust, which is a rare item, it's a treasure, right? We all have a lot of friends. Maybe we don't. I don't know. Sometimes, um, yeah, <laughs> even if we have a lot of friends, is what I mean. Like Facebook, oh, 200, you know, whatever it is, a thousand friends. Like, how many of them do you actually trust? Like, would trust your soul to? So a lot of people are like, oh, it's okay, there's different levels of friendship. Well, I just went to school with these people, I just like to stay in touch. And that has its own, like, kind of purpose. But then you have, like, your close, close friends that, right, they're going to be there through the thick and thin. Um, But the idea is, like, once you have a friend that you totally trust, it's not so much about, like, their actions or behaviors anymore. It's more about, like, their uh, character that you uh, lean on, okay? So, actually, the the idea in the book was, like, when your friends, your friend you trust, if you have somebody like that, like, if they do something that's very confusing, like, you don't have all the answers to it, do you, like, you know, almost even something that might seem like, wow, they didn't even think of me, they didn't invite me to this thing that everybody else went to, or whatever. Like, if you truly trust the character of this friend, and if you're going to be a friend, you probably, like, respect them and honor them, right? So you probably respect the virtue that they have and, like, the character that they have, right, generally. So how do you, how do we as humans, like, how do we deal with it in a situation where you go, like, I know this friend of mine I really trust, and I know they love me, and I know they, um, I know, like, their decisions are for my good and their own. Like, but then there's something that seems counter. Like, they do something that seems like, why would they do that? You know, like, um, so the thing is, is, like, we don't know why they did whatever they did or didn't do. Um, but we're tempted over here on our side, to be like, oh, they didn't invite me. <laughs> like, But if you truly trust the person, you wouldn't actually be like that. You'd be like, yeah, I don't really know why, you know, something must've came up. So you don't like jump straight to like, oh, you know them, oh my gosh. like accusing role, because you're like, I know they're a good person. They care about me and they wouldn't do me wrong. Right. So like, there's this almost like, uh, there's this time, this period of Mm -hmm. where you have to like give them grace you know like you have to like let them you almost have to trust based on their character that you know from the past you have to like trust that uh that foundation of the of the friendship and the character that they are in that moment when you don't actually have like the information Mm -hmm. whereas opposed to just jumping straight to i don't know blame and such Mm -hmm. so um
1: what what attracted you about that Part of the book,
0: I think, uh, just like how uh, a lot of, I feel like, a lot of even the news or a lot of things that happen in the world is like someone hears a rumor, and then people just jump all over it. But like the facts and the true information is barely known, right? <laughs> it's just like uh, you know, if the Chicago Bears let you know trust the quarterback to Brisky go. And they're like, God, oh, the Bears don't know what they're doing. The management block, but if, like you, unless you are really like behind the doors, you know the in and outs, you know all the truth, like what, what, you know what they're looking to do. And I don't even like, I'm not even that uh, deep into it, so I can't even comment on it. But like, as opposed to like a fan who just like, ah, the Bears are terrible. <laughs> oh, they're all stupid over there. Who doesn't really know the actual information that's happening behind the doors and like what's happening the contracts and the money and the just whatever. So, the idea is like you can jump straight into like uh, blame and like hatred, and that's kind of what the news does, right? There's a rumor, someone throws it on a journal like headline, and then they just run with it, and then a bunch of people on different parties like get all crazy, but like no one's actually communicating. Okay, so I'm kind of diverging away from this, but uh, I think like with a solid friend, you you don't have to go like crazy off of some event or event not happening, you not being invited to a birthday party or something. I'm just making this up because you trust their character, like, they're solid, like, there must be a reason, either maybe their kid's sick, or, like, who knows what the reason is, but there's something, and that's the point, it's not, like, what the reason is, you may find out later, they'll say, oh, we had to do this, and then we had to run somewhere, or, oh, man, I thought you were going to that event this weekend, that's why I didn't invite you, whatever it is, right, but in that period, before we get that knowledge of, like, what happened, like, can we hold our peace, and not jump to hatred, and, like, Uh, even anger, and anger is a natural emotion, but, like, because you have this, like, solid trust in this person and their yeah, just in their virtue and character, you, like, you just, like, you don't doubt their actions, right, um, based on, like, their past history. (laughs) They've always been faithful and true and loving to you, um, and that's a rare treasure in the world, Mm -hmm. but I think the harder part is us, like, handling it in that moment, like, Mm -hmm. um, you know, yeah. <laughs> it's almost like, let's say I send you a text, and mm-hmm. then you don't respond. when well, you normally will respond when you can, you know, work and stuff, but there's a normal amount of time where it's going to go by. Let's say, like, I don't even know, like, I'm just making this up, but, like, eight hours. Let's say that's beyond your norm, which is kind of a little a bit long, because you're probably going to check your phone at least once in eight hours, even at work. So I can be like, what's her problem? You know, like, <laughs> did I not say I love you? Or I don't even know. <laughs> um, or I can be like, either, like, you just trust the character. Like, hey, if she... She probably just didn't get it for the first... You know, maybe she has her phone off or, like, the text... Even sometimes my phone actually doesn't send them. It's kind of a weird thing. <laughs> but, um, like, something came up. Like, it can be a, an IT thing. Or maybe she got it, but she's, like, in staff meetings all day and, you know, she can't be texting. Like, you just trust her character because you know who she is. Like, you know she's genuine and she's going to respond when she gets it and has that opportunity. But because it didn't happen in your normal time frame, you don't, like, just abandon everything you know about that person and their character that would be like almost being impatient like Mm -hmm. with the virtue and history and trust of their character does that make sense Mm -hmm. so yes um i mean we can think of like how definitely how god works right there's many things we don't know what he's doing in his design why does someone have suffering why is someone sick why does a, a child die like really hard stuff right but if we trust his character and we know he's sovereign, and we know he's love, um, and we know he's a father, right? And even though, like, the hardest things possible happen, like, just so hard, like, how do we not abandon him or go, oh, forget this? A lot of people are mad at God, right? That's, you hear that all the time. They're mad at God. They don't not believe in him. They're just mad at him, so they don't follow him, right? Because uh, something hurt or something happened to them. It's just like we you know, we're like, I always like, I think of this one, one time, like it was in the summer, I don't know why this sticks with me. I don't know, it's probably 15 years ago. But I was like, just reflecting on like the idea of like, how are we compared to God? So God is like, so much more than we are. (laughs) We're like these little human creatures, right? Um, Great capacity, you know, rational thinkers, all these types of things. But I was looking at a bunch of ants down at my feet. I'm like, they can't even like conceive what I can conceive. Like, they're just like doing (laughs) a like, I'm, like, outside the world looking down on them. I know so many things. Like, do they know what mayonnaise is? You know, it's just, like, I, mean, I just know, like, an infinity amount compared to an ant. Like, what's happening in the world, what's going on. Like, there's a lot I don't know that they probably know, actually. <laughs> no, but they're pretty limited. They know how to do their, yeah, they know how to do their, uh, what, dirt builds? I don't know. What do you call ant farms? Ant hills? They're pretty good at that. I don't know how to do that. Um, but, yeah, just, like it's just like they can't even conceive like what's happening outside of their little world right and that's just it too and and it's tough in suffering because we're like well does that mean we have to suffer because we don't understand and it's bigger than that it's like well earth is just like this little glimpse of all eternity right and heaven uh is much longer (laughs) eternity is pretty long so 70 years 80 years 90 years wherever we live you know like that is it really is a glimpse and i i don't even have the answer as i think about it i try to talk about it like but if a huge suffering like a child dies, right? Like it's still like if if we like put everything in on that, like that's my whole life. I'm either happy or not. If this child lives or not, like that's like very. It's a small view in your short life, man. You know. But if God has bigger purposes and He expands throughout eternity, like you're gonna see them forever. That child in heaven, like forever. But there's a little window doesn't seem little right now on earth but it really is a little window like where you're not going to see them and that suffering happened for a reason you know what I mean like it it led to something whatever happened maybe the family got closer back together or maybe they just like really learned to love more it changed the very you see this all the time people have kids right or they get married just like these life things happen it just changes their character hopefully for the better it depends how they respond and what tools they use but um I don't know it's beyond us but yeah. Just of thoughts right there.
1: Ten minutes worth. <laughs> Very insightful. And I wonder, because I have this question. Do things... Okay, a lot of people say things happen for a reason. And like logically that makes sense. When one thing happens... Okay. <laughs> when... Yeah, when I press a button, it's going to go down, right? So things happen for a reason. When a body is susceptible to corruption, like a physical deterioration, um, it can get sick. So a body will get sick because it's capable of getting sick. There's a reason, right? So a lot of everything happens for a reason, and most of it is just because of natural law. I'm going to get sick if I eat the whole cake. I got sick for a specific reason. When it comes to suffering, um, a lot of times people say things happen for a reason. This suffering happens for a reason. And sometimes I struggle with that because I'm like, well, yeah, certain types of suffering happens. Um, natural disaster occurs because we have certain weather patterns and we just happen to live in a world where Water can be stronger than us. Fire can be stronger than us. um, In the case of hurricanes, tsunamis, and forest fires, and wildfires. Right? Other things happen because people choose to make bad choices. And that results in suffering. But when it comes to certain types of suffering, and we say, your spouse died, God had a reason. Like, there was a reason that your spouse died. It almost sounds like we say, God intended for this person to die and wanted this person to suffer and die. And I don't, I don't believe that. So do we say things happen for a reason more as a comfort to ourselves in times of suffering? Or do we, do you think we actually, do you think people actually believe that's true? Like when it happens? Yeah. Does that question make sense?
0: Yeah, and you're you you can, you're touching upon actually different theologies, right, doctrines out there. Mm-hmm. So some will say, um, yeah, God actually caused it. This is some people will say this, right? Mm-hmm. Um, others will say, no, um, so we're a fallen world, even though uh, Jesus has died for us and risen and we'll be saved. There's still like, there's still clearly original sin is working through (laughs) so because of that we still die our bodies will die adam and eve wouldn't have died if they would have never sinned but we do die so there's still this like uh carrying on of the burden so we have the ability to get hurt by fire and stuff um but god never desired that from the from the get-go but he can allow things he can he could send an angel to like throw water on the thing like he really could but naturally a lot of things just happen naturally and we're we're part of this natural world and you know, he usually doesn't intervene like in these these ways right he lets things just operate as they're made like right? fire hurts <laughs> mm-hmm. and uh, it's a terrible tragedy but um,
1: yeah I think it's just stuff. interesting thought like an interesting thought because and then it makes us wonder like why does God intervene when he does why does God perform miracles when he does And usually, like, Eucharistic miracles or healing, um, right? In the New Testament, we see healings all over. And with the saints, um, throughout church history, we see healings. um, And it just makes you wonder, like, why does God allow for those healings? And why does sometimes He not? And I wonder, like, is it a matter of faith? Like, when Jesus says, you know, like, You couldn't cast out the demons because you didn't have the faith. (laughs) Mm. um, And I wonder if we would see more healing in the world to address physical suffering if we had more faith. And that's something that I just, I think about a lot. I don't pray about it as much as I probably could. Um, Yeah. Yeah, because God definitely has given people, even in recent history, the power inability to heal so
0: right and it like he is divine and sovereign meaning he is never out of control
1: Mm
0: -hmm. here's the thing that it came to mind like there are certain times when i'm praying for something and i just like sadly feel like he's not gonna do this you know and it's not that i don't believe in him and i could always believe in him more my faith could be increased um work on that but there's other times i'm like this will happen. Like, I just like, it's almost like God's already set me up to align with what his divine will is in that moment. So, um, when Jesus came, I forget the, but like he came to say, to like heal. So like that was within the father's will at the time, like healings will go down Mm -hmm. because what was he actually trying to do? Yeah. It was fun making people live a little bit longer and get over their disease. They're still going to die. Right. But it's great. Like, people are probably so happy, right? They're flooding to crowds, right, to get healed. And I would do the same, honestly. Like, people I know in my life that are sick, I'd be like, we're going. <laughs> you know, here's the ultimate cancer doctor, right? Um, But it actually wasn't even about that. Like, they just gave him power. Same with Paul, right? First apostle or whatever, you know, um, in the New Testament. Like, that power is really to just say, hey, something real is here. It wasn't actually about being healed. Like, that's part of it. For sure, God wants to heal people. Like, he loves that, right? That's joy. But um it was more like, So the healing is, like, almost a temporary thing if we look at our life. You know, like, the bigger part, though, was like, hey, come to know me. I am the healer, but more than that, I'm the God. I'm your Savior. Like, it's really more, like, so that's, the healing is almost secondary to what Jesus was actually trying to do, which was establish his lordship, (laughs) you know, uh, son of God come down from earth.
1: That was a means, not the end. Yeah. We shouldn't need those miracles to believe, but because he's a generous God, he gives them, when we certainly, he knows that we need them. And maybe healings too, like we need these healings to affirm our faith. Um, And even in our weakness, he's still going to get be generous enough to give that to us. Um, But maybe we don't always need the healings because we don't need that tested or affirmed. We need something else in that time. And maybe, because yeah, we do believe in the, efficacious nature of suffering and how it Mm -hmm. does more for others in the kingdom and
0: that's huge right there right everyone wants to just feel good just be healthy just just whatever it is right just just have a bunch of money but like this suffering is like it does more for us than just i'm good you know and like you don't really you know like suffering it challenges you you turn your life around hopefully (laughs) you know i do i'm talking whoever but it, yeah, it really puts you through it. Um, when everything's going fine, you don't really think and you don't really develop. You know, I mean, yeah, you work on things and you can't say it's, you know nothing can happen in, in those peak types of life, but the suffering really does it. Um, yeah, and it's like we can sit here and go, we don't have the answers, and that's okay. Like, why will God move in some moments? Because He will. Some, um, you know, my mom when she was like 33, uh, had stage four colon cancer um doctors giving her days or weeks to live like just it was bad because they caught it so late right Uh, she went to seven doctors before she found one who said instantly oh she's got cancer like no one else caught it six doctors didn't catch it (laughs) uh this guy knew her way but she turned around and healed and she's still alive today you know just like uh and they just called it a miracle and she like for years this doctor would invite her back in to talk to patients like it was that big of a just miraculous moment and uh i think my brother was even she might have been pregnant with him at the end, and he didn't catch it. She said that. Yeah, and but anyways, like all the life they came because God healed her. Like I went to have had mom, it would have affected my development, brother, you know, sister, but and all the different things. She like she uh, they rent out like uh, apartments, right? So she's a landlord for a couple buildings. Like all the lives she's affected, like just all that because he healed her. However it worked, right? However it worked. Whereas others, I have friends, mom died, right? Uh, but we can sit here and go. I don't have the answer. I don't really know how God works in that, right? I don't know why. Why did his mom die and mine did? Like I don't know the answer. But we can trust in Him for sure. And heaven is forever. <laughs> and this earth, when we look back, will be like a little drop, <laughs> you know. And just like that's how small it is. It doesn't feel like that day to day. I mean, it feels like a long life for sure. Um, but that's that's faith, right? Like we know He's love. Uh, he never desired for anyone to die. He can intervene if He wants. Um, it's not that he doesn't want to, but he lets natural, it's just so, it's deep, it's tough.
1: It, it is hard. It's almost like he respects the dignity of the freedom of nature and humanity so much that he's willing to just let things happen. And it's like our conversation yesterday with like, what is freedom? Like, um, when you were telling, talking to your students about what true freedom is and to think of it as a gift that God respects our freedom so much that he wouldn't ever take it away from us to force us into love with to be like in a relationship with him or even force nature to do something that it wouldn't do, like break down naturally because the elements break down after time because it's finite, you know, in this current state. And that is a very that is a powerful gift um that he would even just allow suffering for the sake of freedom i think
0: uh one ultimate example maybe you can wrap up with this is like jesus right so he was whipped he was beaten spit on threw crown of thorns on him all this stuff like you know if that was me or some other person right why aren't you intervening, god this is horrible right and jesus even said during it, he's like if i want if the Father wanted, I'd have 10,000 angels around me right now. Like, you know, um, and they would free me, basically. Somewhere in the Gospel says something like this. But, um, so the long-term view is, he had to die. Like, he had to die. He had to suffer and then die. That's how we were saved, right? Opened up the gates of heaven because he was the lamb without sin that was sacrificed. Fulfilled the Old Testament. Or um, they actually sacrificed? Regular lambs, but it never actually really did. They had to keep doing it because, you know... But he was the true lamb, uh, God become man. And uh, but anyways, and then he died, and then he rose three days later, and now, like, heaven's open to all of humanity forever. Like, so there's the long-term view. So, you know, like, that had to happen. God could intervene. Hey, God, why aren't you intervening? Help this guy out. It's horrible. Like, he, he's innocent. He's, not, he's healing all these people, and they're just whipping them. And, like, that would be, like, our reaction, my reaction. Like, that's me in a, on a bad health crisis, right? Ah, you know just like help me but the long-term view wow can you imagine if god intervened intervened and jesus never died and gates of heaven weren't open because he didn't ride. you know it's like the whole thing didn't go through like thank god so in some ways he needs us to go through these processes and sometimes he can interview but other times there's the longer purpose just like at the end of the cross there's the resurrection for us there's something something in the suffering at the end there's something that we have to get to and maybe it's the journey through maybe it's the final result, But um So it's like trusting the long-term plan.
1: Which is exactly what Mary and John did. No one else out of like the hundreds or maybe even thousands of people that knew about Jesus' suffering and death and crucifixion. Maybe they were all present. I don't know how many people were there. But out of all those people, only two were able to have that long-term view. And I think that's why it's so important to have the body of Christ, to have the church, because we can look to them and see their example of like... Mary's heart being pierced even before his like Before his crucifixion when he was a child like her heart being pierced But her knowing that like God's will Is greater than she can comprehend and she just had that trust from the very beginning like knowing God my life is at risk by carrying this baby, but I'm going to trust you God (laughs) this (laughs) King wants to kill my baby and I have to go on this long arduous journey, but I'm going to trust you God, I lost my son, but I'm going to trust you. And like every step of the of her journey was that long-term view of, God, I trust you. I know that you've come to fulfill the promises that you've given to my forefathers. And I am going to follow you and surrender to your will to the very end.
0: Food for thought right there.
1: Food for thought. What about food for the belly?
0: Food for the belly is coming up. So we're going to get the heck out of here. Peace out, bros. Have a good day.
1: Bye.